the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. And we're all back together after uh, Miss Ann was away for three weeks. Yeah. Almost a month you were you were away, and we're glad to have you back. Well, I'm glad to be back. Yeah. So uh, Mike Rayleigh here, along with Miss Clapp and Brother Rufus, is here in all his glory. The and blue, the blue uh, plaid shirt glory. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been wondering, Mart, what did you do to garden? When you were in the military, did you? Mart Bumgardner is an extension agent yeah. in Orange County. That's a great question. It uh, depends on where we were. Um, when I was in Germany, we had a little flower uh, right in front of our home. Um, I tilled up a small area and, and uh, grew a few vegetables there. Um, but uh, when I was in Virginia, they actually had an allotment where you could could pay $25 for, for a, a, a space uh, that has um, water. And uh, you put up your own deer fencing and... Mm. Uh, so where that were was you, a lot of fun. Where were you in Virginia? I was at uh, Fort Monroe before they closed it down. Mm. Um, um, really, uh, Newport News area is where, yeah. uh, where we lived. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, boy, that's a that's a hard place to get around. <laughs> oh my gosh! I yeah, mean, everything. All the towns run together. That's right. <laughs> certainly, certainly does. But all the traffic in my heavens, yeah. um, you kind of you kind of found found your niche, I guess the. Uh, times you drove and the times you just stayed off the roads yeah. uh, or used the back roads. But well, that's uh, what kind of soil is is that area? Is that uh, like our? They had clay. It? They had clay and oh, sand. Was clay. Sand yeah, they had okay. some clay and they had some sand. All right. Well, it. Uh, but you weren't deprived totally of, of the. Oh no! Good gracious! Of the, he was a lieutenant the, colonel. He got to do most of what had he the wanted opportunity to. Opportunity to to grow and and uh, I, I enjoyed myself where wherever we were and we put. Throw some some plants in the ground wherever we were. That's yeah. fantastic. And eggplant, love love to grow some eggplants and tomatoes and oh yeah, a few things, a few small, you know, herbs of course, all kinds of herbs. Well, they may. I don't know if they have they they have some uh, tomatoes. I think probably greenhouse tomatoes out at the state farmers market, right, Sam McKeever? Is that right, Sam? Can you hear me? I got you now. Yeah, uh, Sam? Yeah, you there? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Well, let me check. <laughs> Are you there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Okay. Uh, yeah, so we you... have some, uh, some uh, greenhouse tomatoes out here. Uh, quite, a, quite a few of them, and they're pretty good, too. Uh, some, uh, some other tunnel-grown tunnel greenhouse stuff is uh, cucumber squash, uh, peppers, strawberries, uh, so got some hydroponic lettuce out here as well. So, oh wow! So, so. 
And I saw a big sign for for those strawberries, those uh, tunnel grown strawberries. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna let you know they're here. Absolutely, that's right. Well, it's it's good to have semi local. I mean, we, they're they're grown down near Wilmington, I think, aren't they? That's right. Yeah, that's quite an operation. Now, what else, do they grow anything else with they that method? Some other things down there, and I'll be honest, I, I'm scared to name them off the top of my head, but yeah, they do grow some other stuff. But they're, they're really known for their strawberries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been out growing them for a long, long, long time. Long time, yeah. Yeah, I had some last week, Sam, and they were really good on cereal. This All morning right. at at six fifteen to get up for this show. You're right. <laughs> so you you we had cereal and strawberries. Cereal and strawberries. Well, we certainly we want Rufus to be be uh, raring to go, and strawberries apparently help because he's he's raring this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Standing up on his hind legs. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what? Well, she got you got firewood. I've I've seen. Uh, People were anticipating a uh, a big snow, and I, I was seeing folks with uh, around town here with pickup truck loads of of firewood. So I'm sure there are plenty out at the State Farmers Market. Yeah, we have plenty of it, and uh, they can even uh, you can you can even work it out to have it delivered too if you need to, um, or you need a larger load or something. Um, but yeah, they have plenty of firewood and kindling. Um, we got. Uh, there's quite a lot of stuff coming in for this time of year. Uh, we got beets, carrots, uh, Brussels sprouts, uh, cauliflower, eggplant, um, garlic, mushrooms, radishes, onions. Now, where are these being grown? Down east? There's some down east, and then there's some, uh, yeah, kind of southeast of here. Mm, how about that? Yeah. Uh, we got some uh, red and white potatoes, uh, peanuts, uh, sweet potatoes you can get out here year-round. All kinds of greens, kales, mustard, spinach, and turnips, uh, rutabagas, uh, cut herbs, uh, pecans, honey, uh, butternut, acorn, and spaghetti squash. And, of course, uh, we got plenty of apples out here as well. I didn't get the varieties this morning because uh, they still had them covered up because it was kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, they got still got a pretty good selection. Well, I'm, it, I'm hungry. Yeah, I know. That, that sounds like a pretty good meal, mm-hmm. a real feast. Did you did you see any uh, snowflakes uh, last day or so? Yeah, we we did. Have, we had, it snowed here some last night, but it didn't really stick. Um, I know it, it snowed at my house as well, and I'm south of Raleigh. So, yeah. Um, and I, it was kind of funny. I'll tell you this: we've always over the years, and I know y'all as well. We've always picked on uh, Ronnie Best, former market manager, about plowing snow because he he just seems to love it. And uh, me and the maintenance supervisor were sitting in by the farmer's building this morning. Who pulls into the market? Here comes Ronnie. Oh, my. <laughs> he like, wanted to drive a snowplow, didn't he? Can't, he like, he can't. He plow snow? He said, yeah, but uh, you don't look like you got any, so I'll go to the restaurant and eat. So. <laughs> <laughs> does, uh, does he have a, a, a snowplow at home? Or, I don't know. Maybe he does. Or, a det- right? or attachment for a tractor. I, I don't know. I, I have to check on that because he, he, he might need one just to get through. Yeah, I, I think uh, he, he certainly should have one if yeah. he enjoys it that much. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. I'm I'm glad everybody's okay. I, I I assume that you don't have any plant vendors today, or do you? We do have a couple. We got oh, some uh, some. We got one that has a little uh, greenhouse set up. And they have some indoor house plants as well as some like pansies and violas and ornamental cabbage and things like that. And then we got a tree and shrub vendor that's here as well. Uh, he has some really nice uh, camellias uh, right now. So uh, so if you're out here and you're in the you know it's a good time to do that. Just catch it when the ground's not hard, but 
Yeah. It's a good time to get it planted. I don't think it, it ever gets hard around here anymore. <laughs> yeah. But so. it, it doesn't seem like it. Well, we haven't had a real cold, really long cold spell in a while. Right. But uh, uh, we're let's go up to the market shops. I, do we have any? And uh, Mart was mentioning eggplant. Do you have any eggplant up there? You think? Yeah, yeah, we got some eggplant. Sure do. Yeah, great. And uh, you can find citrus up there too. Yeah, all kinds of citrus, uh, bananas, uh, things. Things are not grown in North Carolina, or maybe not in season in North Carolina. You can get up there at the market shops. Um, also, all kinds of uh, North Carolina raised meats like beef, pork, poultry, lamb. We also have bison down in the farmer's building uh, at Walker Farms. You can get bison there. Uh, we got uh, eggs, butter, milk, cheese, um, all kinds of uh, barbecue sauces, uh, candies, uh, 3 2 one coffee. You got local seafood. Bring in uh, seafood from the coast of North Carolina, all kinds of jams and jellies and preserves, a lot of great baked good items up there as well, uh, cakes, pies, breads, pastries. Um, you got uh, Chatham Hill Winery, uh, local North Carolina winery here uh, just south of Raleigh, and then uh, um, all kinds of gift baskets. Uh, and I hate to tell Rufus this, but the grill is closed today. Um, oh, no. I thought, well, we, we've been working on that. To get the flavor right, and I, I, Bruce uh, Rufus was hoping to pick up some hours, yeah, and okay. working at the the market grill. Well, I should have had that worked out, but they actually don't. The reason they're closed today is they went on vacation. They had it planned a couple. Months yeah, ago. well, they they probably deserve yeah. vacation uh, as hard as those people yeah. work. Yeah, well, and also, Sam, we've been working on getting the the, the Rufus dog just right, okay. and I think negotiations <laughs> last week <laughs> came to be fruitful because. Some uh, I asked them about the chili, and they said that some liked it Marilyn Monroe hot, and, <laughs> and, and others liked it James Bond cool. Oh, wow. and I said, well, why don't we just cut it right in the middle, and uh, take a little off of it, and let, let it be just a, a, a touch a touch hot. And so I think we've come to an agreement on that thing. And it's well, they could just put some Texas Pete out out on the counter if yeah. <laughs> What are we going to call the middle one, the Rufus Chili? It's just right. Well, I'm real happy for them. They're they're trying real hard. They're some hard-working folks. They really are. Yeah, they are. They're getting it figured out. Yeah. Well, that's great. So um, is uh, the market bakery open today? The market bakery, I'm glad you brought them up because they are closed. They usually close for a couple weeks. Oh, okay. The 1st of January. Yeah. And they may be opening back up next weekend. I'll have to double-check that. All right. Very um, good. They, yeah, I know they we, need uh, time off. Between Christmas and mid-January, they'll usually close for a couple All of right. weeks. Very good. That, that so, uh, wonderful uh, cinnamon bread. Mm. Uh, we got uh, well, The grill's not open, but we've got two other great restaurants out here that are open. Um, the State Farmer's Market Restaurant, Great Country Cooking, and they close at 3. And, of course, you've got the Seafood Restaurant. Uh, they open at 11 and close at 8. So, uh that's my favorite, the seafood restaurant. Ooh. Yeah. Do you get enough to eat there? Oh, good Mark? gracious. They, 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 big portions. <laughs> oh, fantastic. I like the crab cakes there. And the French fries are really oh, good yeah. there. Those homemade French fries. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, fresh. Now, the, the uh, seafood market where you get the fresh seafood, is uh, is that open today? It is. local. Yeah, local seafood, they're open today, sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's always a... A great place to visit yep. this time of year. I guess oysters are, you can get some good fresh oysters there. And you got, uh, let's see, what 
Nahana Pork Center is open today. Uh, oh, yeah. They had a large crowd waiting for the door to open this morning. I bet so, because they were closed for a couple of weeks, too, weren't they? That's right, yeah. yeah. They sure were. They mm-hmm. usually closed. They, they they tell me the reason they close at Christmas time is, is uh, not because they celebrate the holiday as much as uh, they can't keep up with the demand at both lo- uh, both of their locations. Wow. That's some uh, eating uh, folks are out, out around this area, apparently. Yeah, so. I know some people have got kind of got used to it over the years, so they they come they come before and after, so they're they've kind of got used to it. So, are they buying? The, I mean, they are they do they want the ham or I mean, what what's the the big item there? I don't know if it's any one certain big item. It's just kind of all together. Yeah. And I know back. I know, I think we talked about this some back during when COVID first started in the early summer. They were having a hard time. They had to close for a couple couple different times because they couldn't keep up with the demand. Yeah. Wow, that's that's wonderful. Good yeah, for them. It's a good problem to have. It is certainly a good problem. Yeah. Well, uh, Superside probably isn't doing a whole lot right now, but uh, getting ready for the spring. Yeah, I, I see a few trucks over there once in a while, but it, it is kind of slow. Uh, yeah. I think, you know, you get into March, it'll really start picking back up for them. Right. Uh, and uh, Market Imports is, is there, a unique place, certainly. That's right. A lot, a lot of neat stuff. And they run a lot of good sales this time of year, kind of the, you want to call it the off-season, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have water fountains, teak, pottery, uh, wrought iron, uh, just a really neat place. All kinds of home decor type items as well. And like I said, they, they, they have some good sales running this time of year. So, What about that new road that y'all have got out there? How, what's the progress on that? We call that the road to nowhere. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> uh, it, it starts at the front parking lot, and it goes almost to the uh, almost to Lake Wheeler Road and then stops. Um, <laughs> they're, we're looking – they're working on some changes to the intersection. Um, when we kind of got started on the project, they they uh, the city of Raleigh proposed some, some and DOT and everybody proposed some different changes with uh, everything, all the development and everything, Dick's Park coming and everything going on around Raleigh. They uh, they wanted to improve that intersection. Uh-huh. So that's kind of. Uh, got delayed a little bit, but we're hoping to have it finished before <clears> we start getting busy in the spring. Is Ronnie helping to build that too? That, that may be what the holdup is. Ah, Ronnie, yeah. Ronnie won't move his plow. Yeah, he won't move his plow. <laughs> well, you know, next time you see him, tell him that he might want to um, offer his services for that. That's right. That's Maybe right. he'll expedite. I hope they situation. put a mighty big culvert in there, my friend. Because <laughs> yeah. I drive by there every day, morning and night. Oh, so you want to put in your two cents and about the I road, too. I want to too. put in my two cents about it for the, <laughs> the largest culvert that has ever been manufactured. Because when it rains out in that area... She comes down through there. Yeah, right. It really does. I know the, I call it the little dam uh, where the uh, road crosses yeah. that, that creek down there. And I'll tell you what, we'll have a pure tea pond on, on uh, the upper side of it yeah. when we get hard rains. Right. That can be dangerous. Well, Sam, have a wonderful weekend, my friend. Always nice talking to you. All right. Y'all have a great weekend. All right. Bye. We'll talk to Brad from Wake, Wake Forest coming up on WPTF. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. In fact, I think we've probably run it into the ground (laughs) after all these years. Uh, Brad is in Wake Forest. Brad, good morning. You're on WPTF. Hey, Mike, Ann, and Rufus. How are you guys? And uh, Mark Mark Bumgardner is with us, retired lieutenant colonel in the U.S. Army. Oh, great. Yeah, I have um, actually two questions today. One is about, um, I know it's cold outside and, and below freezing, but I want to know, is it is it okay to, to trim 
my my roses, my shrubs, hydrangeas, my holly tree, azaleas. Can I can I trim all those? Don't tr- right don't trim the azaleas because they started uh, forming their buds last June, and and you won't have any flowers if you trim it drastically. Uh, there are some plants that you uh, yeah blueberries, you can and, yeah blueberries and shrubs. Some of the shrubs are okay to to go ahead and prune uh, that have gone dormant. That's that's what you're looking for, and and like. Uh, um, Mike was talking about if if they uh, have buds on them, um, be very cautious because uh, you're going to trim off the if they are early blooming. If they bloom after June, you can uh, you can go ahead and trim them. But if they if they uh, flower in the spring, then you don't want to prune until after uh, they budded out. Let me make a recommendation. There is a sure. pr- pruning calendar uh, that the Extension Service. Uh, it comes when you when you put in pruning in North Carolina in Google, it comes up the Polk County Center. Of course, that's way out west, but uh, that's that's one of the things you might be able to find another. But it it gives you a, a January, February, March, April through December idea of of what of what you can be pruning and what not to prune. Okay, that's one that of the options. There may be some. Uh, Orange County also has a a, a great uh, calendar as well that you can go to to it's called the Orange Gardener dot uh, com orangegardener dot com and um, it's got a by month of what you, things you want to do in the garden it's uh, real easy to look at the calendar yeah. and figure out what you're what you're wanting to do prune and and clean up and so forth. Uh, look, looking around uh, the other part of the state, uh, Pitt County has a winter pruning winter pruning. Um, article and okay. uh, there, there are a lot of stuff but yeah check out the the orange county um durham county used to have a, a calendar too i don't know if they still do or not but uh, there's several check out the extension service and uh, okay. just go right right to the orange county cooperative extension service yeah. uh, mart yeah i'm, I'm sorry I, that that i gave you the wrong website it's it's the orangegardener.org o-r-g Okay, and then look at there's a blooming calendar there, and then there's a, a, a there's a, a lot of gardening basics um, that you can just navigate around and see what you're just look look around. So the azaleas, no, the blueberries, yes. What else do you have that you wanted to prune? Uh, roses, hydrangeas, and a holly tree. Good for roses. Yeah, you them. can uh, yeah. you know probably uh, in late fall you could have done that some at least waist high but uh, i don't know february, february is is, is a good time to prune the roses down to about knee high or so but i've i've seen at church uh witherspoon has already pruned ours down to to about knee high so you can you can go ahead and do that yeah don't prune the hydrangeas <laughs> yeah do not <laughs> hydrangeas is a whole on the different variety. yeah it's a, it depends on the variety some of them are, are early some of them are late but uh just to be on the safe side, wait. <laughs> yeah. Wait. <laughs> I always, on my hydrangeas, I always wait until the spring of the year to see what comes up and what doesn't. If, if the limb comes up dead, I cut it out. Otherwise, leave it alone. Yeah. You're, you're not, you're not going to know really what you've got because I don't think anybody keeps a, a precise record of what kind of hydrangea they have. And what the pruning requirements are. Yeah, and there there are uh, many varieties and many categories. Uh, so, uh, Brad, if you want to hold on a minute, we'll we'll uh, 
find out some of the other plants that you want to prune and give okay. you an answer for that, Thank too. You. All right, very good. 919-860-9783 if you'd like to call us. Here are the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 935. I want to say good morning to our uh, listener in Silva, North Carolina, who called us last week. And we had an interesting discussion about crepe myrtles with uh, that nice lady. And we, we appreciate uh, you just never know where people are listening, especially with uh, folks listening. Now, she indicated she was listening over the air, which is really something we must have been really getting out that morning but uh in silva which is in jackson county and that's that's west of Asheville. so uh, that's, that's headed toward georgia i'm telling you must have been one of those those high angle uh cloud based i don't know <laughs> we were bouncing off of something but she she knew all about the show and has been listening for a while and we appreciate it and listens to uh, some of our other programming so we're glad uh, if you're listening this morning dear lady we appreciate your listening and you can listen at wptf.com from most anywhere uh, on your phone or computer etc and of course uh, 98.5 fm in um, wake county but brad uh, back to you uh, what other what other plants would you like to prune so um, I do have a persimmon tree, and we just got the persimmons off of it about a month ago. And uh, what did you do with them? Small. What did you do with them? <laughs> oriental, right? Are they Oriental persimmons or the American persimmon? I, I don't know. They're they're the bright orange ones. Yeah. <laughs> did you try to eat them or? Yes, we did, um, and per- made persimmon pudding. Oh yeah! How about well, you <laughs> picked you about. picked them. That's it's what hard. I'm talking about. It's hard to find to to know when to pick them, isn't it? it well, it's it's after the frost. You got to wait till it frosts. Oh, just like uh, yeah. collards. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so you you made pudding with it, huh? Yes, yes. Well, my wife made the pudding. Yeah. <laughs> what, what what does it taste? I've never had persimmons pudding. What what does it taste like? Anything else that we might know? about or um i don't know i it's sweet i can't really well, it's sweet apple, is that what your wife i bet yes. your wife is sweet that's why you said that isn't it because she's sitting right there i can hear her my, my, she, she is sitting right here <laughs> an apple strudel with 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 persimmons that's what it tastes like well that, oh, that, no, that it depends on who makes it i'm telling you my, my grandmother used to make a, a wonderful persimmon pudding and it and it was uh almost like a Gosh, uh, I, I can't. What's that? Uh, plum cake or something like that? It's uh, soft and mm-hmm. uh, gooey, and it, it depends on if it's yeah. set on the plate for a while, and it kind of kind of weeps a little bit. Oh man, it's good stuff. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yep, that's exactly what it was. We're gonna have people pass <laughs> um, out because they just they're so undernourished <laughs> and haven't had any persimmon pudding. Persimmon pudding and. It's not pudding. It's pudding. Pudding. Yeah. Persimmon okay. pudding. <laughs> All right. So you you uh, you're wondering what to do about pruning your persimmon tree. Yes, it's only about four feet tall right now, but we did get a lot of persimmons off of it, and didn't know if I if now's a good time to prune it. But we do want to prune it a little bit. Is it just getting in the way of something, or it looks erratic, or? 
Yes, yeah, it's um it was here when we bought the house and and uh, it was a lot smaller, but now it's grown and it's mm. kind of uh, you know, infringing and taking over other plants. We have so one I guess the seed was uh the bird a bird dropped a seed and we've got one out back in in our parking area. Uh tree is about 10 feet tall at this point. But It'll uh, get larger. Okay. Yeah. But, but uh, now's the time to prune. Best time to prune is late winter, early spring when the tree is uh, dormant. Um, just, uh, uh, again, you want to open it up a little bit, um, uh, take it back uh, to, to, um, to, the, to the crotch itself. Yeah, the the limb, not not the whole tree. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to give a – you don't want to do like they, they have to do with the power lines to, you know, to give them crew cuts. Yep. So be ju- <laughs> no, judicious about that. Yeah, yeah but now shape it up and keep it from from hanging over other plants. Right. Yep. That's absolutely correct. Just, you could you could cut a limb off that was hanging over something. Yeah. Okay. But, but cut it off okay. at the right place, and and there are diagrams. But you mentioned the uh, the 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 crotch of the. You take it back where to the, the limb, limb yeah. back where it joins another limb. Yeah, the major, other, in other major words. junction. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. And then I have one last question. Thank you for spending some sure, time. Sure, no problem. <laughs> I've kind of neglected my yard for a little bit. Yeah, that's all right. I, I, I have zoysia uh, grass in my yard, and it's all dormant now. It's all brown and dormant. But I'm starting to get some weeds popping up, and I didn't know if I could go ahead and just spray the entire yard and a weed killer or what what should i do now to get rid of the weed <laughs> no not definitely <laughs> no, not, no no definitely no. <laughs> not with zoysia you you would haul you you really need to know i assume they're broadleaf weeds that are that are popping up yeah. uh, chickweed is is one that might be one thing you you really need to do is to make sure that your grass is happy you know those those warm season grasses they grow in so thickly that they you don't get a lot of weeds usually if they're happy, especially. Right. A, but uh, Mart, okay, what but advice a couple do you have? couple things. How big is your yard? Number one. Uh, secondly, <laughs> is it's it fairly large? Is it uh, if if it's if the weeds are popping up everywhere? I mean, the best way to do it is to go in and hand pick, hand pull. <laughs> you didn't want to hear uh, that, I did know, you, Brad? I'm telling you. But zoysia, <laughs> like you said, zoysia is one of those grasses that really comes in thick. Um, and if you if you keep it if you keep it healthy in the summer, uh, it will outcompete and it will push those those weeds out. So if you can hand pick right now, um, you can also use a there's a something called a wick applicator. Um, if they're tall enough where they're sticking out over the top of the zoysia, where it's basically uh, you put uh, something like glyphosate in it uh, and you wipe just the weed. Uh, or you can take some gloves and put some gloves on and, and take a sponge and, and uh, use uh, glyphosate and then just wipe wipe the plant itself uh, where you're being very, very selective and only getting it on uh, that the weed itself that's uh, that winter <coughs> uh, weed. And you can uh, – otherwise you can, before the season for a, a warm season type broadleaf weed or a cool season – type uh, weed you can put a post uh, a pre-emergence uh type but you have to be That's very careful timing, yep. yeah timing and you also have to make sure that that zoysia is not susceptible to problems with uh, chemicals because some of the centipede okay. particularly but zoysia some of the zoysia may be too there okay. is a uh, i mentioned nc state the north north carolina state extension has a website called turf files 
T-U-R-F-F-I-L-E-S, Turf Files, and that has calendars and uh, it, it they talk a lot about weeds, specific weeds and stuff, weed control. Right now, the calendar would calendar really doesn't start until March, so you really shouldn't be doing anything. But the weeds, if they're they're broadleaf weeds out there, uh, take uh, March advice. Yeah, and there are there are some selective herbicides you can use, but uh, for you know, zoysia is one of those grasses you want to be really careful with. Uh, just yeah. just just exercise extreme caution. You, you yeah, really I do. Usually try not to, I usually, like you said, I just, I've been handpicking the weeds for, for years, and I just didn't know if this time of year there was anything I could do to prevent me from, you know, bending over so much and picking weeds in the spring when they're, when they come up before the, uh, before the grass turns green. Well, again, go back to that. Uh, if you, if you just uh, Google in um, a, a, a wick applicator, weed wick applicator, uh, and you can okay. pick them up for, 25 30 bucks uh at somewhere like agri supply or uh in garner or somewhere somewhere like that or or you know you can find some online at amazon or whatever you can find it what was that the weed whacker is that what you no no, no. <laughs> it's, a, it's a wick weed wick applicator oh uh, okay i didn't know if, <laughs> i thought you were whacker. trying to <laughs> trying to drill the drill the weed out of the ground no, like sir. that no, thing sir. does it's, a, have, it's a wick it's yeah, a, a hand handheld wick i'll show you I'll, I'll pull one up here. Okay. And show you. Yeah. Well, look, look for that. If that's what Mart says, look for that. All right. That sounds great. I have taken a lot of good notes. Hey, that's all right. So, so what so else? Much. So what else does your wife cook that's good? Uh, well, she's right here. I'm going to let her. <laughs> okay. Much yeah. 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 Let's talk to her. <laughs> um, hello. Yeah. Hey. What's your first name? Susan. Susan. Uh, so you you make good uh, pers- persimmons. <laughs> persimmons uh, pudding what else do you think that what, what else is in the the top of the line stuff there um well we like to eat let's see shrimp and grits Ooh, Ooh that sounds so nice. you make good shrimp and grits i do i'm kind of an old school country cook learned from my mom and grandmothers that's the best way to do it that's fantastic okay well yeah, so i don't really have recipes i just kind of throw it all together Oh, wow. That's tough to do. But if you cook enough, you, you kind of develop that talent. Well, I just wanted to see. I mean, we were, we were already hungry, so uh, I, just, well, I just wanted to check. When are you going to have us over to, to have shrimp and grits and persimmon pudding? <laughs> well, the persimmons are done for this year. So oh, have to be, okay. Well, next year, ask us over. <laughs> yeah, ask us over for that. We, yeah. We'd be glad to come. Share your recipe. I know you said you, you just kind of throw it together. My My grandmother, that's... That's one of those recipes. It's with the persimmon pudding. Oh yes. So what do you put in the persimmon pudding? So I have persimmon pudding and persimmon bread recipes that I use. I'd have to look them up to be. Oh my goodness! Okay. All right. Well, Susan, I appreciate you playing along with us this morning. (laughs) And I think we're going to pay the grandchildren to come pick some of this chickweed out of the yard. There you go. That's a great idea. That's Brad. Brad, get your wife to think about this stuff. Smartest thing I've heard this morning. It certainly is. Susan and Brad, thank you very much. Yes, thank you so much. I really appreciate All it. All right, have a nice weekend. Thank, thank you, you too. Bye. Okay, so that's um, that's wonderful. Yeah, I'm telling so we, you. We'll we'll have to set up a date to to go over and see Brad and Susan next <laughs> next year for shrimp and grits that's and right. and persimmon pudding. That sounds like a good. So, what is your your grandmother? What did she put into? 
I don't know. I, I wish I had the See, recipe. nobody knows. I re- really wish I had the recipe because <laughs> it's, it's like a dying art. She just uh, – Oh, so you don't have the recipe. No, I don't. Oh, I don't. don't it. I've asked a couple of my clients uh, that, that have – you know, that make persimmon pudding to, to provide me with a recipe. And uh, I've gotten one recipe, and uh, it's, it's basically the pulp. It's uh, flour, a little bit of sugar, mm-hmm. uh, but it's, it's you know – it's it's a pudding, <laughs> so right. it's, it's supposed to you know be a like a sheet, uh, almost like a cake or, mm-hmm. but it's man it's it's hard uh, to get the consistency right. It's kind of like yeah. a um, souffle. Yeah, kinda, that, that's right. That's, you have to be careful with souffles. Souffle, yeah. All right, more of the weekend gardener coming up here on WPTF. It's nine forty seven. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. We'll be back on WPTF. Uh, oh, we are back, yeah. What do I mean, we will be back. Okay. I'm all mixed up this morning. I think it's the weather. It um, must be. Mike Crayley here along with Ann and uh, Rufus Edmonston, you're right. That Rufus Edmonston, I couldn't believe he would have agreed uh, 13, 14 years ago to be on the show either. But uh, he's been here ever since, uh, the former he's Secretary a, of State. He's a good person to have. Uh, Attorney General, a fantastic gardener, uh, Deputy Chief Counsel on the Senate Watergate Committee, and he's the current and maybe the only Secretary General of Gardening we'll ever have in this state. So how about that? Yeah, that's my best title. We have royalty like in here. <laughs> yeah. Mark Bumgardner is an extension agent here in North Carolina. He's in Orange County. And Rose is in Princeton. How's everything in Princeton this morning, Rose? Everything's perfect in Princeton. That was the uh, the home of, y'all should put up a sign that was the birthplace. I don't know if it was the birthplace, uh, but Johnny Hood lived there, I believe. Oh, yeah, I remember him. He, he was on the uh, Goldsboro radio show. Yeah, he was. And then uh, for many years here on WPTF, he uh, was. And I listened to him all the time. And we lived in Mississippi at one time, and we were coming home. And when I woke up, Johnny Hood said, good morning. <laughs> oh, wow. So I was happy. I knew I was home. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. I miss Johnny uh, a great deal. How can we help you this morning, well, Rose? I wanted to discuss uh, my opinion of that Oriole uh, persimmon. Uh-huh. So oh, so you got a persimmons? Oh, I've had three in my yard at one time. Uh-huh. You had pretty good luck with them? Oh, yeah. They, blew, they, were, they lived for about 15 years, and now I have another one. Do you make persimmon pudding? Oh, no. I eat them like an apple. Yeah. No, oh, that's an oriental. That's an oriental. The other gentleman uh, had an American persimmon, which were the astringent variety. That's oh. right. You can't eat those until frost. That's right. That's right. So the oriental, I, I, you know, they're they're hard like an apple, but, uh, man, they are good. Oh, you just peel it. It's worthy of your landscape to have, you know, I think. So you, can you make a persimmons pie with that? or I, I don't cook with them. I just like them raw. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I, I've never heard of anyone making something like a persimmon pudding with uh, the oriental persimmons. No, I, don't I think it would be okay. What do they taste like, Rose? Like an apple? Well, they, they don't have very much flavor, but it's something I like, that crunch. You, you know, oh, you yeah. like the, the yeah. texture. I'm, I'm a hunter and gatherer, and I like anything that you can find and eat, you know, outside. How about that? What What is the size of, of the persimmon? 
Well, it would just fit in the palm of your hand. Uh-huh. That's baseball size. Yeah. Yes, or larger. I'm surprised, Rufus, that you don't have one. I don't. I don't. I have. I have the, the American persimmon. No, this is so much better. <laughs> yeah, the the Oriental. Um, yeah, they're they're fantastic. Absolutely, I, I love those as well. So, um, matter of fact, I, I just recently planted an Oriental uh, persimmon in in my backyard. That's good. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, well, that's great. I'm I'm glad that you offer that up this morning, Rose. Yeah, I think if you have enough room, it's a wonderful plant to have. All right. Yeah, it's, it does great for shade, and it uh, really can put on some wonderful, beautiful fruits. Oh yes, and it it looks good, you know, just the leaves when they're when there's nothing on there. Yeah, and and our neighbor, um, mine have not produced any fruit yet, but uh, we have a, a neighbor in in the neighborhood who, uh, I think they don't. She picked them around November, I want to say right around uh, uh, November the 5th or 7th, somewhere around there. Uh, is that when yours uh, when yours were done? Well, in early fall, yeah. Right, okay. Rose, do you, do you pick fruit off of other people's trees <laughs> when you're out? If they're not home. The people that listen That's to this show. That's where he show, was going with that. <laughs> the people that listen to this show, I just don't know about and it. And we had something that grew on our uh, hedgerows. I'm a farmer, and we had hedgerows at that time. And it was called, they, call, they were called currants, but actually it's service berry. Service mm-hmm. berry, you know, that's uh, something you associate with the mountain oh, yeah, areas of North Carolina. Oh, yeah, we all around here, and I love those things. They were, they have another... They have another name, Service one or two names. Is what current currents currents, but uh, there's an this there's another name for them. I'll come up with it at some point. But that's an interesting uh, interesting tree. That's a very early blooming spring oh, yeah, tree. It yeah, it called service berry because they were blooming when they could have the services. They couldn't bury people in the winter up in the mountains or foothills. Oh, and wow. so it's when they had their services for burying. Right, I'll be darned. I've s- never heard that. I, yeah, I remember I've, seeing one. I've heard that. Being from the mountains, Rose, I'm I'm from Boone, and that's a wonderful place. Yeah. Well, Rose, thank you very much for joining us. Well, I enjoy your program. Thank actually. you. My grandmother had a radio that couldn't move from WPTS. There you go. That's but a great radio had to have. It wouldn't move from yeah. there, and I said, when I get grown, my Radio dial is going to move. Well, guess what? <laughs> yeah, right back. Yeah. Either when you had those old dial radios. <laughs> yes, right. I love you and love it. Thank you very much, Rose. We love you too. Thank you. Have a nice day. Bye. Bye. Nice talking to you, Rose, and thanks for the history lesson. Yeah. The whip from Alamance County is with us, so watch out. Boy, I'm whip. You, I've been waiting to hear from the whip. Whip, we only got about three minutes before news. Come on. <laughs> oh, Good oh, you don't like cold weather. Did y'all have any snow there, Whip? Oh, yes. We still have some on the ground, some on the barn. Yeah. How about yeah. that? Well, I'm glad we didn't, you know, there are a few flakes that fell around here, but nothing stuck. So. Well, listen, I want to add something to you talking about Rufus and Secretary of State and all that. I, I, I got two things I want to add. He is the great one. He is the great one. That's for the Chitlin Club. Yep. Yes. But he is a great friend. Yeah, he's a good man. We have to add that to that. Yes, sir. There, there are a yeah, lot of. I'm going. I'm going to email this. I, I went. You know, a lot of people say mother. I still say mama. 
Uh, you know, well, me too. Of I, that's right. <clears throat> my mama's recipe for persimmon pudding, and I'm going to email it to Rufus. All right. Okay. All right. We'll share it next week, or we'll share it this morning. I don't know how, if Rufus has access to his. No, I don't until I uh, get in Monday. <laughs> okay. We're, we're a little bit behind time. Whip knows why. He knows that my wonderful secretary, Cheryl, is going to take care of that for me Monday and hand it to me. Well, we'll just call up Cheryl this morning. <laughs> well, well, Whip, I now, Whip, before, Whip, before our time runs out, let us tell us about how you're recovering from your COVID. we got a minute and a half. Uh, I'm, we're both doing real good. good. I still have, uh, I get real tired. Yeah. My wife's hair is coming out. Oh, my goodness. No. That hurts. Yeah, it's it's not fun. I, I tell anybody, go get you, go get your vaccination. Yeah. Uh, it's no fun. Yeah. Have you gotten a Have you gotten a shot yet? Good. Have you gotten a shot, Whip? No, I've been uh, been to get in line twice and had to turn around. Yeah. The line was so long. Oh my goodness. Well, I, I hope they get it all straightened out for us. Well, I hope everybody gets this. Yeah. Stuff is it's destroyed a lot of people and it's destroyed a lot of business. Yeah. And it still is. We and, still and, have to be and careful. And you will testify it's for real. Yeah. I hear a lot of these oh, people talk not about good. not real. You're you're like it's my former not. law partner, Woody Webb. He he had it, and he said, look, man, if you don't believe this is real, just try it. Yeah. Yeah. Whip. Yeah. So it's glad you're with us. And give us give our best to your wife. Uh, I'm sure she'll be better soon. And give our best to your son, the policeman. Okay. You guys keep all our law enforcement in your prayers. We sure right. will, buddy. Thank you, Whip. Bye-bye. Right. We Take love care. you too, buddy. Bye. Bye-bye. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up.